podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It is the Anfield Wrap in association with Red's Bet. Red's Bet, where 50% of their profits go to fan-related causes. When you sign up, do select the fan-related cause that you'd want to do with Liverpool Football Club. There's loads of options there from all over the world. See whichever one you fancy and go from there. I've done Brighton, just because that's the way I live. Uh, it's what I'm about. Uh, the Liverpool Supporters Club? Yeah. Not just Brighton. Not the just city. the city. No, the city's all right. <laughs> yeah, they're fine. Yeah, they're, they're doing well. Uh, that's, that's that one. There's some Anfield Wrap news coming up in the middle of this, uh, just to give you a heads up about that as well. But John Gibbons, Adam, Amelia and Rob Gutman all in the room to talk about Fulham 1, Liverpool 2, and Rob Gutman, how's your bottle? <laughs> I don't know where my bottle, I left it I left it on a doorstep some time ago. My bottle's long, long gone. Um, it was just, hard work, that wasn't it? It was hard work, it was hard work. And, well, we talked about this just before, it, I thought the dream had died. I thought I don't have thought several times this season. Well, there's several times this season you fear it's dying. And you go, but you then tell yourself, oh, well, there's still another thirty to play. When I thought the dream had died on game six or something, um, but now we're in a phase of the season where we either win the league or the dream dies. There are no other scenarios, and one of those scenarios is truly terrible. And I got an insight into what it might actually feel like. I had a truly terrible... How long between their equaliser and the goal? Probably about six minutes, mate. Felt like a fucking year. Didn't it just? It felt like it. So that was a grim six minutes. And upon equalising, I, I held my lad like we'd survived the fucking war. <laughs> and I went, it's okay now. It'll be okay now. It, but it might not be. <laughs> well, my, my my irritation, John, is that listen, there's, there's there's ways Liverpool can and can't win this league this season, and I think that we wouldn't surprise me if we drop points at some point between now and the end of the season again. But we still remain in contention. That's the way this is going to work. It's what a title running is. But my thing was not here, not now, not off the way this game has gone. Yeah, no, I agree with that because they haven't really looked like scoring, and then we gifted them one, and so. Although I was a little bit frustrated, say on 60 at 1-0, I was thinking, yeah, but we're just going to win 1-0 and that's fine. Um, you know, teams teams have been 1-0 in runnings, you know, all, all the time really. And so I was I was a bit frustrated that we, we hadn't uh, dealt with certain situations better from an attacking point of view, you know, that we'd, we'd wasted certain good opportunities. Um, but at the same time, I was, I was, you know, I was thinking, well, we'll just win one 0 and then we'll, uh, you know, the international break, and then we'll, we'll come back after that, hopefully stronger. And then, so when they scored, I was really like, oh, just, you know, the frustration. But at the same time, I was like, well, well, let's see what they're about, you know what I mean? And 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 they showed it to an extent, didn't they? They get the goal, well, to a massive extent, really. They get the goal, they get the penalty, they find their way to win, and and that's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, shows shows they got plenty about them. And I thought they were kind of fairly relaxed throughout the whole thing as well, like maybe a little bit too relaxed at, at certain times but it's better than being nervous as hell maybe they were too I'll actually come back to you on John before I bring Adam in on this I think I get, I get the two relaxed points first half they just seemed they seemed so certain they were going to get a second goal if you know what I mean I, I was I was I think the assuredness of them after they go 1-1 is hugely impressive I wouldn't I would have liked a bit more intensity a bit more of let's let's get this sorted out on 35 to be honest yeah. with you I was you know if I was being critical of them I would not at any point say that they were nervy if anything I would say that they were just they were just too relaxed yeah and the and the goal's so easy I mean, it's not an easy goal to score because it involves a lot of skill, but they make it look so easy, make it seem so easy. I think they think, oh, we'll just do that again in a bit. Yeah. And then it sort of doesn't quite happen, really. And because of the way Fulham play as well, I think Fulham are a funny team. Like, they're not rubbish. Uh, they're actually just quite good, but almost like, almost a little bit too good. Like, if they were worse, they'd just dog it more. Because yeah. they've got sort of good footballers and they're trying. They're like sort of a Liverpool light, but very light. 
And I think I, I sort of admired what they were trying to do, but knew it was destined for failure. And so it was kind of like, you know, you watch it. But I think there was a little bit of that. Like they were playing so much from the back. They were going, oh, okay, this is going to be great. You know, we're, we're definitely going to hit them on the counter here. Do you know what I mean? And then so it was, I think I think there was just a little bit of that really. But as I say, winning one nil would have been fine. And that's what's really frustrating about the, the goal is that we give them one really because they don't particularly look like breaking a start. Uh, Adam, it was it was everything. Uh, it was uh, I mean the the, the 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 constants. The fact that we seem to play every single match now in seventeen different forms of weather is uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know how this thing. I don't know how this has happened to us. But that it appears to be we're going to spend this this running like the Truman Show where it's raining only on him. Could you yeah. understand, Bob? Sorry, Hannibal talk in a minute. How, uh, in the ground, how wet we were getting when we were so undercover. I don't get that. No, it was <laughs> and it was so open on the side to the elements. Oh, that's right, because the wind was blowing from our left yeah. was to our left. And so the, I was, I was looking at the roof, which went for miles <laughs> forward. And then I was like, how am I getting so wet? It was, it was, it was ridiculous. <laughs> Did it come across on telly? There was a lot of weather again. There was an unbelievable amount of weather. Um, I yeah. feel like that little fellow outside Old Trafford. I'll say it again. It's Ferguson. The ghostly Ferguson. Like the Truman Show. Give them 10 minutes of this. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not worse. Let's see how they cope. Get the sun out. Right in his eyes. It felt like that against Burnley. It felt like, right, we got to throw out all the stops. When... When Truman's trying to get out of town, it's that bit. There's it? <laughs> <laughs> tidal waves. <laughs> yeah. It's Adam. It was a real test for them, and they could do come through at the other side. It, the, the frustration will be, and it'll be the thing that we keep saying is that they should be home and hosed by the break. But European hangovers are a thing. It is a thing that happens. That even though they did they do waltz through the last fifteen against Munich, mm. there's still there's there's still a lot of emotional energy that gets put into that that result of concentration and all that sort of thing. You know, they, they, it was it was a game. It, it was a huge game in a huge stadium right up to the end whatever you know however we we did manage to get a two goal cushion i think there's i think you sort of can't decide whether whether there was more tiredness more kind of complacency or more just relaxedness because i think it's probably some players were tired some players were a bit complacent and some players are are genuinely just always relaxed yeah um and I think that's it, it. It led to a thing where we, I, I was I, I was sounding the clanging chimes of doom when you know during the first half because I could see that it's one of them where where Brighton were were sorry not Brighton it was it we playing Fulham. again Fulham I keep doing that this season it's just it's just, just uh, the pressure of it all I don't know who we've played <laughs> <laughs> them. Um, <clears throat> the, um, the, the teams it's because Brighton did the same thing when they came to Anfield that's why I've said that they're make, trying to make it a 20 minute game and, and so when we are on top we sort of lulled into a false sense of security um, it's not always a false sense but we're in a sense of security because we think well we have got time to score and I just think there's something it turns into a bit of a a, 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 a a negative cycle where where we aren't complacent to start with even though it might look like it and then as time goes by actually we are now um so it, it, i i was i was concerned um because there was there was some players there that were uh, I, I don't know, like like nobody played badly, but there's sort of there's 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 Lalan who's kind of uh, plays all right, but I think he's just not quite on the wavelength, and that's why you see him getting in the way. Um, and there's Trent who was just hot and cold, um, and, uh, and and Robertson who was really really consistent, but at the same time kind of it just it's it just inches basically away from from, from a couple of things where you, you're saying it's a man of the match possibly performance from Robertson, but he doesn't he just yeah. doesn't kick the ball right kind of thing. Um, so it, it's it's again kind of left to the 
you know the absolute the absolute man of the moment who is dragging us to if we are going to win something it's going to be because of Mane because that's because that's what and it's going to be because of all the things he's done since Christmas I really like that if Sadio Mane was in the room now he'd be the person who wants to win the league the most yeah, yeah. and I really like that like I'd have thought it'd been Rob I'll be honest with you but, <laughs> yeah. but, but Sadio Mane he's yeah. having us all off He's absolutely desperate <laughs> He's to win taken, the title. Taken the league by the scruff of the neck, hasn't he? I thought they were generally a quarter of a yard short from the get-go. All our passing was just a little bit behind the man. It was a couple of inches in it all. Firmino had a phase where he was frustrating the life out of me. He couldn't hit one. He couldn't put one pass right. And it's not for one to try. And I do think it's hugely about Munich. I mean, there's European hangovers and there's European hangovers after you've gone to a place like the Allianz Arena and had to give it the game of your life. Yeah. Um, the reason that last 15 minutes of coast is because both teams are on their knees. I mean, and, I, and the people who worked hardest for us with our front three, I felt, I mean, we watched it together, Neil, and I said to you, this, this is going to have a knock-on effect. In Munich, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought maybe at the end of the day, with the result being so fantastic in Munich, that maybe adrenaline would have got us through with more power and more convincingly against Fulham. But it is very, very difficult. This is why, you know, without getting into transfers too much, this is why you can do with another lad every now and again, mm. maybe two. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to have to put up with stuff like that and just be grateful they still know how to win. Um, it, it was some penalty at the end, Rob, uh, mm. in that. He, I think he's, he anticipates that the keeper's going to dive uh, because the keeper's going to feel like he's got to make amends. To make amends, he's got to make a spectacular save. To make a spectacular save, he's going to have to dive. Mm. And I think that he, he reads that quite well. Obviously, it's not the best penalty you've ever seen, but you could see what it meant to them on the pitch. You could hear what it meant off the pitch. It did seem like a bit of a... Uh, and you saw at the final whistle what it meant to, to the, those Liverpool players. Yeah, I mean, I saw the footage back afterwards. Um, we, you know, I think Manny's thing, you don't see that very often. It's sinking to his, his knees, knees mm. in victory, in, in relief, in victory. And, you know, just to reprise what you just said about him wanting him, that was, that was special. We, um, yeah, it did go off that end. As I said, I was holding my lad like it was the end of day. So I don't, I, I can't even tell. I sort of came up for air and found people still bouncing. And I'll give it another couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, and and it was it was all a bit surreal. I have to say, there was a part of me that was a bit numb come the end of it. Not not obviously, and relieved didn't even cover it. I think it's just that we are there, we're still there, and this 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 thing goes on. And it, this is the whether people like it or not, it is a scary phase now because we're very very close to an achievement here. What's it? Six six uh, seven games. Seven, seven, games, seven games for achievement. I was. Do you know what I think? Can I if I can digress slightly? Something? I think the result in Munich has changed the course of our season again because it's uh, it has the potential to relax us if we let it. Definitely. Because we now, I looked at the odds of winning the European Cup and the league. If you now combine them, we're odds on to win one of those two. Not by much, but one's odds on to win one of those two trophies because we've got through Munich, because we've got a good draw. So we're in, we're in a good position. In, and that's an incredible thing to deal with. This season... Odds on could finish happily, and I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> there is, there is, John. I think that that sort of the one thing that they, the, you know, there's, there's there's positives to be taken, but I think that one of the positives to to be taken is the is that it's another galvanizer. I think a little bit that they'll feel as though they saw the game out. They didn't make it three one, but in threatening to make it three one, they made two one safer, which I think is something to remember that they didn't they didn't see that game out by 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 heading things clear. They saw that game out by being exceptionally threatening on the counter. But I think you saw it everywhere. You saw it from every single player, from the manager. You'll have saw it better than I did, that they all, they feel as though they've come together and got one in the bag there. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I don't think it necessarily has a, a knock-on effect for the next game because, you know, there's the international break now and then it, we go to Spurs. But I think the next time 
someone pulls us back, which to be fair doesn't happen that much. Mm. But you know, the next time that you know, I suppose I suppose there was a case of Leicester and West Ham was 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 that wasn't it? Then we don't go and they get the winner. You think next time maybe that'll help them? Maybe they'll think you for Fulham. So if we go to Cardiff, for example, and they pull us back to one each, it's like well we'll just do what we did at Fulham. And I think that does help a team, and I think that does happen, and I think it does kind of have that psychological effect really, because as as Rob says, you know that that felt big for the players. You know, this trend celebrated kind of wildly at full time as well, and I think. You know, they know what a big result that is and it puts us back top as well and there's that, that kind of psychological thing as well. The Man City have got two weeks now looking at Liverpool at the top of the table and they can talk about games in hand all they want but but that's what the Football League looks like. I'd hate that. I know I'd hate that. It's difficult to imagine it when it's the other team but I would I, I would hate that two yeah. weeks of looking looking at the table and it's and, and it's not you at the top. Yeah. We're doing some great work in the international break. Talking to Ferguson. Oh yeah, yeah. Salah Swerman. Have you said Andy Robertson's? Andy Robertson's going to the dentist. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to go to the dentist. <laughs> oh, no, it was the only appointment he had. Yeah, no, that, that night. Yeah, eight, eight o'clock. Dentist. <laughs> <laughs> so Salah dropped as well. Has he? Salah, yeah. So oh. Salah swerved in ages. Oh yeah, they, yeah, they announced it in a month yeah, or so ago yeah, that he was off. Yeah, he, before they put the tickets on sale, they warned everyone that you're not getting mo. Um, I've looked at I've looked at Manny's more importantly now. Uh, he, he's got they've got two. They play Friday night in a in a, a, in, a quali- it's a big qualifier against the number two two. But the, then the one on the Tuesday night's a friendly against Mali. I think I'm thinking they can, they can get him out of that one. Sure. So he's going off on the 89th minute with 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 something. Oh, that you felt. know you know something's been yeah yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the stress is going to happen, isn't the it? The dentist though, the dentist is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Uh, he's going to miss Kazakhstan because of the dentist. <laughs> yeah. It's it's tremendous. Uh, it is great work. Um, you can only pull it off with a British player as well. I think. <laughs> I think that you can convince someone to be from Guinea who's going to the dentist. They don't need to. Good it, the, the, the sort of like numb feeling that, that you were describing, Rob. I don't know. I, I don't know about numb for me, but it's. I guess it's that. It's 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 that the, we knew that we we had to win uh, against Burnley and, and Fulham and and you know we were really hoping to do something in Munich and sort of having done it all it's like it, it it's it you you kind of you you're there and now you've got a pause and it's yeah. it's not exactly a numb th- feeling it's just like we okay we we've, we've we've marched on and now we have to it's, pause it's yeah. set up isn't it though Adam I mean what yeah. the thing I'd say is yeah. that, and for me that's why these two games were it was so huge the Burnley and the Fulham. It was the shouldn't be games. forgotten how huge we said they were now we've won them exactly I always think Very that true. yes that we said this is that this Fulham game is absolutely huge and it was and we did it so <laughs> it's it's right, one of them where yeah. like you know you, you can't you can't celebrate achievement when's the parade we beat Fulham but it was a huge thing that we yeah. did there yesterday oh yeah I, I said before Munich to anyone who wanted to listen to me that I think Fulham, Fulham was the bigger game than Munich. Yeah. Just what in the context of that season on Monday morning, Fulham was the bigger game. And yeah. we won them both, Rob. And we won all, what a gang of lads. Well, we won all three. We won all three. And that's the thing. It sets up the idea of seven seven league games that get to feel like cup finals and then a cup run that gets to feel like a relief from these other seven things yeah. that are going on over here, uh, but which will be absolutely, could be absolutely, prove absolutely fantastic as well, as Rob says. Uh, opening the score and Adam, the amount of room out wide was. I mean, it was it was it was it was very much like watching Rafa's Rafa's blanket metaphor in action. Uh, mm-hmm. Scott Parker had decided exactly how big his blanket was, and no matter how much Fosu Mensah might have wanted to come and cover some space, Callum Chambers was saying, "You are standing right next to me mm-hmm. under all circumstances." Um, it was unbelievable, really. If we pick our passes a little bit better there's so much room to move into from those wide areas is what I'd say with the ball and the one time we do it's the time we score 
Yeah, I think the uh, I, I think uh, and and it needed to be just a little bit better with passing the ball to where the people were going to be instead of instead of where they were because ev- Fulham were all there, they were all narrow and deep, and 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 you sort of you have to you have to use movement um, to 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 beat that, which was what Mane knew. Uh, you know, he's the, the 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 biggest brain on the pitch. Um, uh, but yeah, it was. I mean, they, they picked up on that on, on, on Match of the Day too as well, just sort of how many times. I thought Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank was quite good, by the way, Match of the I Day. I didn't see it. He was good. Um, but the, the, just ha- how many times there the, the was there was acres and, and you know, the, a- acres of space down down those um, down those two flanks, especially especially Robertson's, or maybe we were just using Robertson's more. Um because yeah, it was another one of those games where where you've got on one side the link up play between Robertson, Mane, Firmino, and then on the other side Trent's trying to ping things, which is you know that's the way we've we've been for for, for much of this season. Um, and and Fulham, yeah, they so they I heard them saying that the, the the reason they got rid of Ranieri is because he was he, he was he was trying to trying to make them defensive, but all he managed to do was put one more player in defence. Whilst not whilst whilst weakening them in attack, and it hadn't even really improved the defence. And you can you can sort of see that I think John was saying as well. They're kind of st- stuck between the two stools of what exactly to be, and that is sometimes what you see in teams who end up going down is that the one the ones with good players who want to be a certain thing, and they're in a situation which means you can't really be in that. You, you can't do that. It's at the moment that the, the thing about the goal, John, is it's like as you said before, just do that then. That you've yeah. you've shown that you can do that, so just do that. Just find another way to do that, and it's from both flanks. Really, the frustration is you don't really see them. You don't really see something like that almost happen again. You see other things almost happen, and they're all perfectly perfectly valid. But you don't you don't see that sort of move done with that sort of aggression, snap, certainty done again right the way through the course of the game. Yeah, you don't, and I'm not really sure why. Maybe it's just because it's harder than than what we think it is, and, and maybe because they make it look easy doesn't mean it is. I don't know, maybe it's a case of, you know, a few of the lads, Salah particularly being a bit too keen to score and, and I understand why that that kind of is really, but you know, maybe there's a there's a kind of a little bit of that going on as as well. I don't know, but I, I as I say, I fully expect them when they went one nil to then to be two up before half time and then and then to score one or two in second half as well. And it doesn't quite happen and that's a bit frustrating. But as I say, I think that's more maybe because they were a little bit too calm rather than I just didn't think we saw Fulham scoring and then went to Sundays and then we give him one. Um, there is something in the the fullbacks driving to the byline. Sorry about turning to my mother there with the month of Sundays. Month of Sundays, Sundays, Sundays yeah, yeah, yeah. Month of Sundays for yeah. a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah I liked it. Uh, there's some of my fullbacks driving to the byline. Rob mm. Robertson does it well. Maybe it's because he doesn't have the sort of backup that uh, Robertson has. You would like to see a little bit more of it from Trent. I think Rob he ends up the balls into the box just end up being a little bit a little bit meat and drink maybe for the foot. Like there's times where even if they're good balls. They're probably sort of what the Fulham defence want you to do. They probably would rather you do that than do than do what we were trying to do on the left hand side with that sort of snappy interplay. And even Trent himself, maybe sometimes it'd be nice to see him drive at the byline and see where he ends up. I thought, and you do see it sometimes that you see which which coaches have decided who's the more. They, they're both obviously coaches look at Trent and Roberts, and I'm quite sure at the beginning of the week they talk about our fullbacks more than they talk about the front three because that's the route of where it all happens. And I think some of them decide Robertson's the main one and some of them decide Trent is the main one. And I felt Trent was being shown inside all the time. So that the only times, so that when he got a bit of room out wide to whip one in, he was probably a little bit too, uh, he wasn't deep enough into their, their half when he was doing it. I think they decided they were not going to let 
try and get within 10 yards not of let him do what he did against Burnley for Mane's header I suppose exactly I think that's I think Fulham were concentrated on that sometimes I think Trent as he gets older needs to be I hasten to use the word a little bit braver and go you can't just you can't just see me off like that I like to see him with a bit more cleverer movement just just run run between people and we look for cute one twos. We didn't take we didn't take a lot of people on. I think over the course of the game, no. I think that doesn't help. I think it, I, I think if you imagine Rob, you know, you imagine yourself in the scenario where you look up and you see, well, if I beat one, there's another one. Yeah, and if I beat that, well, you know what I mean. Like when you got three, it's one thing to think, well, I can run at a man and beat a man. Yeah, as long as I'm now I've got something to the other side. I think it can be hard coming in from that wide angle to think, well, there's, there's three of them there. Yeah, they're all in this little patch of space. So my actual, but maybe just maybe every now and again, it's worth taking the risk, not least because it might create space somewhere else. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think that's what when managers talk about being brave on the ball. I think that's what you've got to do. I mean, maybe sometimes there's a conflict with Salah on Trent's side. Is Salah going to have the day where he accepts he's a brilliant winger, or is he going to have the day where he thinks he's going he's a centre forward and will hit things in the six yard box? I think I think Trent needs Salah with him to overload to to make it less of a challenge, less people to run or through. someone or you, someone. You, you, yeah, we, sort of, we don't talk about the midfield sometimes. Yeah, I think sometimes that, that that we're being critical of the fullbacks. But they are still our main creative outlet, and and it's days yeah, like, like that. Yeah, Milner's good at joining. So, up. It, so if you if you're not if Trent isn't going to use his other foot or or take it round on the on the outside, then someone else just needs to to, to help him out or just do something unexpected from midfield because the midfield is sort of still doing just what's expected, I guess. I suppose it would have been Lallana's job. I mean, I'm thinking back to that goal against West Ham we score, which is offside, but it's a good example with Milner getting down, working with the wide player before the cross comes in. I think Milner's particularly good at spotting that tactical issue yeah. and going wherever he's needed. I'm surprised there Trent doesn't shoot more because, mm. you know, he's obviously an attacking midfielder. He's been turned into a right back to get himself in the team. He's our best free kick taken. And I think sometimes I think, especially when he's doing that drive sort of, you know, through midfield, if you like, when he's when he's not wide, that he's kind of driving forward like that. I think just have a go. I think as well, mm. it gives them something else to think about as well. So when we're talking about all oh, the fact that he's oh, you just show him inside, show him inside. Suddenly, if someone's popping up from twenty five yards and 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 you know, they show, you're trying to show him inside, they just put the foot through it. We do, next we just, just before you move on, John, we, that's my angle at Anfield, my season ticket is when we're attacking the Anfield road end, it's perfect for, for that. And it always just feels like Trent hasn't quite got the angle for a shot. Yes, I've I talked agree. about I'm this in, I'm in line there too. And I don't really know what, so it may be, it, may be it is that he needs to, you know, like Gerard's goal at, at Goodison where he sticks his tongue out. He kind of yeah. needs to do that. He needs to do, to, to go outside and then put it in the far corner, which is definitely in his locker. But yeah. it just always feels like he hasn't quite got the, I don't know. He hasn't got the the logistics out yet for for, for a shot from there. I think I think he's, yeah, he's, he's been he's been at fullback. He's become institutionalised a little bit <laughs> before, because in his in his younger days he would have done that more. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's definitely. Yeah. Um, other thing, um, set pieces. Uh, John, I very much like Ben John on his line from his ratings about three weeks back that Joel Matip has the the penalty box instincts of Fowler and the finishing ability of I think Rob Jones. He said yeah. it's hugely frustrating the amount of times the ball falls into a Joel Matipish area, and Joel is just is, is just about to find some sort of not they're not even always new some sort of some sort of way to just miss miss the target yet again. Yeah, I mean the one through his legs is unlucky. I think I'm, I'm not seeing it back, but you know, yeah, always unlucky. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I just, he honestly, honestly, right, he should be on about seven for the season. Just but, the I mean, he should score the header. I'd say, you know, I, I want to say the that was unlucky. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to say he's unlucky because I'm about to slaughter him. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, the, the header. I mean, 
you got to hit the targets. I, I think it stays in, doesn't it? Doesn't it's, it? It's, yeah, it's it hard. In, yeah. Yeah. It's harder to do what he did <laughs> than to score. I had a yeah. text conversation um, with Mike, who we know in, in in Canada. He said, first of all, he said, I think he should just stay by Allison, and then he realised that that he'd be playing everyone on side. So he said, instead, sit in the corner flag, <laughs> the opposite <laughs> end to where the corner's being taken, like sitting facing the corner flag with his finger on his lips, like a na- <laughs> naughty child in school. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's. it's it, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it genuinely, if 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 his finishing improves, he'll he'll get three between now and the end of the season if he keeps playing. I mean, he's 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 making the, he's getting in the right areas, as a Shanky <laughs> might say. Has he, mean, scored he, might one this, he scored one. He scored against yeah, Southampton. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's he's got a goal in him. He has now scored that goal. He's making the space. No, he should do better with that idea. Definitely, certainly better than. Not even getting. A if film. we win the league, he'll score the goal that wins us. Oh wow! Imagine. Uh, Joe, he's back next week anyway. Who, who is go, Joey Gomez? We might, ne- back, we might never see him again. <laughs> we might never see Matip's exasperated. Imagine if they're uh, all back and they're all Klopp decides, yeah, they're fine to go. They're good to go. No, no, no warning. Chamberlain's in. <laughs> Gomez is <laughs> yeah. in. Like, we have this new team. Uh, oh, this is really good. Uh, that indeed that could happen. It was getting frustrating by half time. Uh, we'll have a chat about the second half, about Fabinho's yellow and the immediate foul that follows. All of that will be coming in a minute or two, and how that knocks on effect of the game. But first, a message from us. Neil Atkinson and John Gibbons here uh, with an Anfield app-based announcement. Uh, First and foremost, we are hopeful that our app will be available from mid-April. Mid-April is our target. Mid-April covers a multitude of sins, doesn't it, John? (laughs) Yeah, we were saying before, anything from the 5th to uh, maybe even into May. Yeah, uh, (laughs) we've been made with a company called Pixel Beard. It'd be in the absolute business. If it's late, it will be because of of us, not because of them. Let me be absolutely crystal clear on that. They've been absolutely terrific and we couldn't have asked any more of them. Uh, It looks great. Yeah, it looks fantastic. I've not been massively involved, to be honest, which has been quite nice. But uh, I've just kind of seen developments and go, oh, yeah, very pretty. Uh, what I really like about it is that it's just very straightforward and it's very easy to use. And it just does exactly what you want it to do very quickly. And so I think everyone's going to enjoy it. Everyone's going to like it and like using it. And it's going to give people kind of almost instant access to everything we do, which is great. That is indeed what the purpose of it is. It's to become the main place to get your Anfield Rap content. The main place to get your Anfield Rap content if you're a subscriber. The main place to get your Anfield Rap content if you're a free listener uh, the writing is on there uh, video is on there and audio is on there all of everything we do will be on there no matter where you are as a subscriber what we're doing uh, for the first time since March 2015 or April 2015 more accurately we started doing tour player in March 2015 but we didn't start paying for it until April 2015 what we're looking to do is uh, shift the price points. So there will be, obviously, free users will have all the free content uh, that they currently are able to enjoy with the exception of some of the video, which I'll come on to. Uh, the next thing that will be happening is there'll be a skeleton service at £5 for audio. Uh, so that £5 will be remaining. For all audio, the price is going to be going to £7, uh, the Anfield app, £7 a month. Uh, all video will be £7 a month. And both uh, the premium package will be £10 a month. We're not going to be shy about this, really, are we, John? We think it's good enough for people to get behind the £10 a month package. That's what we want. That's what we've been working towards. That's what we've been doing with all the video. And that's the journey. The audio has gone on since 2015. I don't think the audio has ever been better than it is right now. No, that's right. And I think those of us, well, those of you who've been with us on, on the journey since the start will have seen that we've always tried to invest in what we do, both in terms of studios and both in terms of physical equipment but also in people you know we've grown the number of staff we've got the office in Man Island because we think it's important to be in the heart of the city and be part of Liverpool's community as much as it is to make great content yeah. and and we, we've got really big ambitions in terms of what we want to do with this video project but also in terms of the audio kind of telling more stories getting more involved you know being more ambitious because we believe in fan media we believe the fan media is the best way to kind of tell these stories and we think you do too so 
uh, the price is going up, but we're confident it's worth it. We're confident that you're going to think it's worth it. And we're also confident you'll see where that money goes over the next 12 months. Absolutely. So you'll be able to see everything that we're doing. Uh, video, we've already seen the videos that we've been doing around the matches, post-match pints. That'll be going behind the paywall, uh, as will Second Look and as will the preview show. And we've got some additional video formats there as well. Part of why we've moved and uh, are partnering with StatsBomb is to develop a stat show that we can put out once or even twice a week if it comes together as we hope. And we want the video as well to be of the standard that you'd feel as though you can put it onto your televisions uh, so you'll be able to uh, do things like Chromecasting and Applecast, uh, whatever that's called. I'll probably misname that, to be honest with you. I don't have an Apple device. But you'll be able to put it on television as well and be able to watch it through there, through these those apps by using your phones. Uh, we're really, really excited about it. We're excited about the new phase. It's been something we've been working on now for, I'd probably say, 12 to, 12 to 18 months in terms of planning. So, uh, yep, yeah, it will be mid-April. We will tell you more and more as we get closer and closer, but they will be the new price points for the Anfield app. Uh, free users, please do come through the app. It will be the best way to get your Anfield app content. I promise you that. Uh, and then if you are uh, a £5 customer, you'll remain a £5 customer, and you'll have to move yourselves uh, to 7 7 or 10 uh, And we'll be working out the genuine form, logistics of that. That is all to come. Uh, but we do think the £10 level will be worth it. Get back over to the show now with Rob and Adam back in the room. Welcome back, uh, uh, Fabinho's yellow, it happens before half-time, John, but I actually think the knock-on effect it has is very much in the second half of the game. So he makes the he gets his yellow card, and then he makes tackle that similar-ish a few, a few, about 60 seconds later, and you just sort of get the impression that puts him on a list somewhere, if you know what I mean. It's not a yellow. The second one is not a yellow. The first one probably is. But maybe if he hasn't had a yellow for the first one, the referee might have given him a yellow for the second one. But what it means is the knock-on effect is he spends the entirety of the second half not feeling like he can go to ground. Yeah, yeah, and I think that happens sometimes in a game you just need to manage it and you just need to adapt. And I thought he did pretty well. I was surprised to see him get the full 90. Uh, Milner was warming up at half time, wasn't he? And I thought, oh, he, he might just hook him now. And then I think if it wasn't for the fact that he doesn't think Lana's got 90 in him, and then um, obviously there's, there's other subs that he, he wants to make from an attacking point of view that. that you know, he's kind of left with Fabinho. We feel like, I mean, that sounds negative. I think, I think Fabinho manages it okay. For I think me. his height's important because yeah. they they play a lot of bombs. They really start to do go so really. If Henderson long. was on the bench. I think he might have done it, he, he and because I, I think I think he has Definitely. an issue that he doesn't want to go shorter in that area of the pitch when a lot of what they're doing is big bombs out to Babel to yeah. It would it would have been a big shout to to, to put Genie there under under the circumstances, wasn't it? But you know, I'm sure he was. I'm sure it was on his mind, and I yeah. think it was probably on his mind at halftime when he sends sends Milner out. Unless Milner just fancied it in the rain because he's mad uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah there was, there was it was I thought he did the light second half and I think it's a shame you know when any player has to curtail themselves a little bit to, to their full impact but I thought I thought he managed it pretty well there wasn't a, there wasn't a moment where you were worried second half was to in terms of attack no. yeah. yeah he was um Adam, there's a couple of times where he's just not. For instance, when they get that breakaway three on one, it's Fabinho who's running at their lads to make mm. that, and that created a three on one. And the right thing to do if you haven't got a yellow card in that instance is to get booked. Uh, that is the right thing to do. <laughs> yeah. but he I was screaming for Salah to take one at one point, but yeah. um, I was yeah. I was screaming at Trent at one point. I think I just wanted him to take a really slow throw in. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a big slideys are a big part of his game, aren't they? Oh, yeah. So, so, so if he can't do his slideys, you can see that there's a bit missing from his armory. Um, he's brilliant yeah. at them, and you're right, Neil. The problem was not particularly anything to do with the the the, the, the second one being. It was just it was just because it was right after, yeah. and all the Fulham players had said that that's the same. And so the referees then just got it like he sort of has to be the next one. I mean, he could maybe have risked one towards the end, but it, it was it was one of them where you've just seen a quick 
two quick yellow cards, haven't you? And and it's one of them things where football players and referees just know what football's like. And it, we, it, he had to work really, really hard not to fall into that story because you've seen that story before. So everybody kind of knows it's natural. And yeah, it's just hard. And, and he did really, really well. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that if it, it felt it would have felt like if you'd have taken him out, it would have been a really a, a midfield that you've told stories about in the past and not good ones kind of thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, you could imagine a, a, a bad Lalana Wijnaldum Milner story, can't you? Away, especially. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, he, he had to he had to stay in there, and I just think he's a, a bit irreplaceable at the minute, actually. Mm. And I think that. I wasn't happy when he wasn't picked on Wednesday. Sort of forgot about it till just now that that um, it, he, that he was dropped or whatever or rested because he he I understood it towards the end of the Bayern Munich game because he was the one who I thought really did look a bit tired mm-hmm. and looked like he needed a break. Um, and then so, it, but th- there was there was no option but to but to play him yesterday. And you know, considering he does get the yellow card, do we think it was a yellow card? I think it's a yellow card. Yeah, probably it's a yellow card. It's like oh, it's, it. it's like straight. It's <laughs> a sort of straight leg thing. Um, I think I think if if that if I think I'm furious if the if, if that's the other way around yeah. and we don't get it and he doesn't get booked. Yeah, he wasn't bad. I suppose Pawson was he? He wasn't bad, Pawson. Mm. He was not bad. Uh, yeah, um, but I, I just think he is a bit irreplaceable at the minute, is what I'm saying. Um, Rob, mm. it was. But I think he plays really well. Uh, regardless, I think it's you can see him shifting the ball left and right. If anything, maybe maybe a little too eager to play. Again, how you fall into the trap of ending up just being pushed out wide so often is is interesting, isn't it? That you know both Van Dijk and Fabinho play balls that look absolutely fantastic, mm. but they put us back to where we're not actually creating that much from. If you see what I mean, and that can be harsh because you could say, well, it's what happens next there. But there's times where you wouldn't mind seeing them or seeing people in general do a little bit more. I'm trying to think of the right word, really. Maybe maybe just firing it into the the, the feet of people directly in front of. Why Aldum shots brilliant, for example. Yeah, oh, well, that's move. in there. That's in. We were celebrating the ground. The end was up, wasn't it? Yeah, we was oh, in. It, it, it went it's in. in. It's in. in all the replays. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's mad how it's in. Right into the point it. which it goes wide. Yeah. It's, I, I still referee, don't know how. It just allows it somehow. It always doesn't go wide. It like goes through the post, doesn't it? Yeah. Potentially Ferguson. Genie sort of knew it wasn't in our sitter because it's twenty five yards or something. It's a good chance, isn't it? It's a good chance. It's a lovely. Well, it's, the, it's not a sitter, but he he he, he does. He comes per- off. He does, he, does per- score. he perfectly does what he was planning to do. Yeah. So he goes, how can that not be the goal yeah. that I had in my head? Yeah. It was crazy. That's just after he's got two one up, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's and, that, and yeah, it's it's funny. You know, I came out of the game thinking, yeah, we had a few chances even before we went two one. No, all all the great chances happened at two one up. We had a great Salah. last ten minutes. But we also what we did do, Rob, is we built up. We did build up a little bit of a head of steam second half. I think for the I think they they were clearly yes. told to go out and get this get this sorted. Will you? Control was lovely for the first fifteen. I thought. Of Considering the that half. was when the weather was at its worst. Yeah. I thought we actually got worse when the sun came out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it seemed to got... change. The game seemed to change very suddenly. From oh, we came out. I thought exactly the right attitude. We're better than in the first half we're at it this is this is controlling this is biding our time and then as Klopp says they somehow get encouragement from nowhere and at least that bit where they have the goal disallowed is, just yeah. beforehand and, and well there's, there's, a, there's, a, saves there's a break before they have the goal disallowed so it isn't because in my head I'm sort of thinking am I just blaming Milner because they kind of blamed Milner as a joke afterwards mm. but yeah. he has come on a few times and just been shite for five minutes yeah. awful like he should just go away for five minutes and just run around think. not not pass the ball or kick anyone yeah until he's until his head's in the game but we i mean we brought the subs on because it wasn't because there was something something had changed and, yeah and fulham suddenly just well i think had I, a sniff i think they i think they change it to be fair to parker 
I think one of the th- one of the markers of this. The, the, so there's two things that happen, and you can't work out whether or not it's psychological. I think that the man a header. It's almost, it, it, I mean, with this, that hits the bar, it almost punctuates the end of this spell of pressure. Like, we've had a yeah. real go here. We've done everything but create a clear-cut chance. Your man's just had a header. It's hit the bar. Right, we need to have a breather for a bit. And I was wondering if it was sort of one of them. But I think the other thing that happens is Fulham go 4-4-2, bring Sessegnon on wide left. And we just sort of struggle to quite work out what it is they've done. Babel goes up front. And I actually think that fair mm. play to Fulham, it was clearly sort of a move he had in mind. But he, w- when he does it, John, it actually works quite well for them. And they are, they're not the better side for the sort of five to ten minutes that follow Sessegnon coming on. But they are in the game a lot more. They are more dangerous. Yeah, they are. They are in the game more. And I think, you know, as I say, they've obviously sort of got good players. Um, but, I, but I still always felt that, that we'd weather it and that's as I say you know the, the frustration of the goal really is that even when they were they were getting sort of more into it to get the goal it's you know ruled out but you know it's a bit of a fluke how it happens isn't it it's like a, it's it's a strange, strange set of yeah. events that if you'd have conceded that goal you'd have been wow you know how, how on earth um, so it wasn't like you know sort of great play as, as such and so yeah, the, I mean, you know, Sessegnon's a, a, good, a good footballer, isn't he? And, he? and he sort of looked to get, to get into the game. I thought the Babel switch to, to centre-forward worked well because I don't think he was giving his full-back kind of loads of, of, of kind of support. And I think I think Trent was getting joy from from, from freedom from they, that. they dropped Mitrovic deep to win headers, basically, yeah. to, to Babel. Hmm. And it did sort of work. Yeah. Uh, it does work. The, 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 all of that does sort of happen. The counter they have with Salah and Van Dijk charging back, Rob, is... Firstly, it just shows there's there's a lot of Mohamed Salah talk at the minute, and I think he is, you know, I think he very much just would like to score a goal. I think he sees that as his job for this Liverpool team. But I think that you see in that, you know, that charging back there, that is, that's someone who's completely committed to the wider cause. You mentioned before about Mane dropping to his knees, and John said that no one wants to win the league more than Sadio Mane. Mm. But in that little moment there, you get, you know, you these footballers know what it means, I think. They know what's on the line here. Uh, I think it's imbued in them from the manager, but I don't think it's just that. I think they are... They are absolutely fully committed to doing everything they can to see this Liverpool team through, and you see that from Salah there. Yeah, there, there's, 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 no one can doubt the commitment. So that would be crazy, I think, at this stage for anyone to think it's that. And I don't even think, I don't think there's, I don't think there's a, an avert nerves issue. I think Salah's fighting a private battle at times, only at times. I mean, I think in recent weeks, this, he's in this, this non-scoring phase has been, what's the word, instructional, because I think he's been brilliant at times in this yeah. non-scoring phase. I thought against Munich, you could see how, he, because in, in a way, because it was Bayern Munich, it's such a tough game where he doesn't walk onto the pitch thinking, this is a day where Mohamed Salah definitely scores. He was happy to play, um, yeah. a, 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 what's the word, a companion role to, to Mane and that one. But I think Fulham, he had sort of, whether subconsciously or, or, or consciously, set his mind to being, getting a backing amongst the goals. And there were a couple of moments where you thought, this isn't the best for the team here, Mohamed. You, you, you're just going down a certain route. Although, of course, he has to score near the end. That chance the Mane gives him it would be nice. That would have made the day seem very it, different. I think it was that as well, that, that Mane's done the thing that Salah should have done as yeah. well. Like, Mane's so unselfish and yeah. just yeah. plays the perfect it's pass humiliated for the team. Pass, kind, of. <laughs> kind of. But yeah, I mean... He's he's a he's just really see he is when you say it's a job he sees his team as it, playing scoring for the teams as his job I think he is really serious about it being a job he's not like for me you couldn't imagine him scoring a no look goal could you no he's like he, and so he is he, he can get himself in a bit of a, a bit of a funk he's about, an intense yeah he person, is intense he, yeah. he is an intense person um, and yeah I think that that. I, I don't know. I just hope he doesn't properly get his head down because he's still being really, really good. And that was the first time, like you say, that was the first time yesterday where you think, oh, actually, I've been saying for a few weeks, it doesn't matter that he didn't score because he was brilliant. 
both home games, you know, he's been fantastic, I think, mm. and, and against Bayern Munich. Uh, and, and it's been like, okay, well, he's going to score the next one. Um, and, and that's the first time yesterday where you kind of thought, uh-oh. Like, <laughs> it Actually, looks, don't, it I don't like think it matters, not. though. Well, of course it matters, but in a certain sense... It sort of doesn't. Here, yeah, his personal demons, I think he'll be able to, from here on in, we're now, you know, all they're not gonna stop. They're not going to stop putting two defenders on him, are they? No. You know, teams, are, and, 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 you know, that... I think, I think to be honest, it, it hasn't looked as much like he's going to score in, in away games. And I think the home the home games, I'm, I'm sure he'll score at Anfield soon. That's I think there's no doubt when, he's, when he gets on gets on his run last season, there has to come moments for him where, he, where whatever players say has to be about themselves as individuals. They want to go, he wants to go on the pitch, he wants to score 50-odd goals. Whereas I think now he's in a te- he's in a team zone. This is all about what the team does. Everybody can subjugate themselves and it's not a big ask because because medals are in sight. Yeah, no, I agree with that, and I think, I think he's. I'm not worried too much about Mo Salah because I think he's, no. he's playing well, and I think you know you, you've seen in the past with lots of strikers that they, they go through kind of little little runs where it, where it, where it doesn't quite happen. You know, you look at Ian Rush's goal scoring record and how good it was, but it wasn't perfectly laid out over a, over a period of time, was it? It was it was you know I mean he, he scored four against Everton one time, pretty sure. Um, there's yeah, a song. I like you with the facts, uh, and so. Yeah, so I'm not particularly worried about him really. As, as you just hope that it's not kind of doing his, his own head. And I think he's probably looking at the Premier League top scorers and thinking, oh, you know, how tight it is, and thinking, well, I'm still 31, but I should be, I should be walking this. You know what I mean? I think he, that's probably frustrating him a little bit. But Tottenham feels like he's got a good record against Tottenham. Scores the best goal in the world against him once, which uh, is forgotten. Uh, yeah, because oh, of stupid Harry Kane. Very annoying. A great yeah. forgotten one of, the, one of the great forgotten goals. Uh, the goal that we conceded then. Um, <laughs> Adam, everybody is culpable. I think that that's like, there's lots of, I think it's really interesting when everyone starts to, you know, because Virgil's Virgil and Alison's Alison and James Milner's James Milner. It's fair to say that all three of them are fucking crap for it. Awful. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, I, I don't know, the more the, the more I watch it, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm, I'm not sure which I'm more leaning towards. I don't think you have to lean. I, I think we can just say they're yeah. all crap for yeah. it. Like the coalition government. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, horrible yeah. conspiracy of circumstance. It's, it's why I came away thinking this is a cruel moment of fate because it isn't a goal unless all three are perfectly yeah. crap for it. They are, <laughs> they are all just... I, also, I, I, watched, I mean, um, Babel, the wind, the wind Babel does not happen. want to score. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. That's the most I've ever seen someone not want to score since like that Dennis Law footage. Oh. <laughs> when, he, when he relegates Man United. You really think watching Ryan, you go, if you really didn't want to score that much, you know, we were all... Play- I, play- I, play- play- but he couldn't, so he couldn't miss. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't, I think he couldn't it's miss. so hard not All to he could do is trip over the ball or something, but even that's... Difficult. It's really funny. He's not moving already. It's really funny with Babel because he really does not want to score that <laughs> goal really on any level. Want to. He gives the ball to Virgil in his, that's it. He's like, There you go. Yeah. yeah. Take a quick one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I call that was his only real move. I thought was to watching it back and watching it back yeah. was to blam it into the post. Yeah. Like absolutely leather it, but it hits the post and comes back. But he he just had to score. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, 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 yeah. Van Dijk should should do a better header. Alison should not, should should just pick it up. I don't know. But I don't know why Van Dyke's shouting at Alison in the first. No, place I know that was that, that was my my first, my first my first initial reaction when watching the, the replays is what is it he's even expecting there? He can't. Yeah. It, it's it's not in the area. He can't come and get it. There's you know that that lad's going to beat him to it, doesn't he? But the, but the, but the it's it's not going fast enough. Yeah. Babel's going to mm. beat him to it if it's he has to. It's to deal with that. Yeah. And I think that. Sort of spooks Alison a bit, although he should still do better. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. It is it is an absolute. Uh, it, it's it's actually f- uh, funny to look 
well, it's not funny to look back on for me particularly, but I, I liked how much Virgil was just laughing through the post-match interview. I, re- I think Virgil post-match interviews are a big energy. I love it. Yeah. Because because he just basically always tells the interviewer that they're wrong. Like, <laughs> what did you think about that, Virgil? Like, nah. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. We're top. <laughs> Why are you still talking about yeah, this? Yeah, 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 it is like that. It was ages ago, that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, everyone's crap. Yeah, I, I've only watched it back the once, and I can't. I can't remember exactly. What happened. Something happened. Weird, I hate to use this one again, but something weird happens with the wind, and I, and, and I maybe we shouldn't because there's a point where Virgil's well, after Milner slices it, where I think Virgil's does his. I've got this face, and then something happens, and he doesn't like to be unhinged. You know what I mean? It's slightly something slightly disturbs him. I don't know. It's a very very fluky goal. It just is, and I. Fortunate. I'm glad in a way it happened to the best players because uh, we can now move on. <laughs> well, the, I think the, I think part of it, John, and I think that the see the whole team. I think has a really good five after the goal. But yeah. I think um, in that Fulham really are tails up. Suddenly they can think they can think that you can get three points, which is interesting. But I think that Allison and Van Dyke do. You know, uh, later on, not not that long after Allison plays that one across the box uh, to Van Dyke. But they do have this sort of. They both have the ability to go. Yeah, that's just one of them. We're moving on. And I, and I think that that's. And I think that's partially because they are the best players. I think it's partially be, even to a certain extent because of the price tags. But I think there's just an assuredness with them that yeah that that what that's happened. There's a football match now. We're getting on with this. Yeah, I think both teams sort of played like they had nothing to lose really. And I think that's what, the, what was interesting with Fulham. I think if Fulham were in more of a relegation battle, then they'd have probably maybe took a point. But because they're essentially down, on they, they went well. So we'll just try and win. And I think that suited us a bit. And I think for Liverpool. We just didn't have time to feel sorry for ourselves and I think that that's what how we saw them kind of or why we saw them reacting that way is that you know it was it was it was latest in the game you know it was like well we, we just need to go win this now or, was it or really minutes, just, something that? like that yeah. it's almost a sweet it was almost a sweet spot yeah say it's 10 minutes earlier yeah. i think you tell yourself you got half an hour and yeah. you fuck around for 28 minutes <laughs> right and, and time yeah. just go whereas that was almost like it's it's how you've got enough to play. time to keep playing the same football. Yeah, it's well, at seventy three yeah. minutes. You've got to treat it like there's two minutes to go, but you actually got seventeen minutes of it as well. Twenty. Yeah, if you, you have to sprint. Basically, so you have to you have to really get a get a wriggle on, and you've got more time than you think. It's good. I've, I've worked myself into taught myself into this. It, well, it, time it, to concede. Well, in my I guess it it make it, make, <laughs> it kind of makes me worry a little bit about um, our next uh, European hangover away is Cardiff because they won't be like Fulham are. I don't know. I just uh, it made me wonder. Aren't they a bit shit. Well, they they are, but they but they, they you know if the same happened to them, they would probably settle for the draw. They they also know that they're really bad. Yeah. Hmm. And the Cardiff's greatest strength is that they sort of know that a, a side that will yeah, that will lucky that will exceptionally lucky to come up, and they scrap for absolutely everything I think that Cardiff away has got potential playing re- in chimes of doom could really do without Cardiff away <laughs> yeah. uh, but that's it's Wednesday said, Sunday that one isn't it yeah, yeah similar yeah that's that said I think that you know it's the, also you don't know where Cardiff Cardiff could by that point need to win um, it is worth pointing that out it would have been quite nice if Burnley could have done a decent thing at the weekend and beaten 10 uh, man Leicester in order to create a little bit of a gap there somebody uh, needs to say one game at a time I know I started this do you know what would be really super real template <laughs> that, we, uh, that we do Porto properly in that first I know leg. I, I, I that was going to say smashing that, yeah, yeah. Um, do that again I, 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 yeah I don't think that'll happen <laughs> Could be chanting we want eight and nil nil. On just uh, just really quickly, should make it three one on the counter, John. Uh, they have opportunities to do so. Uh, but the other thing is, and I think that this again, Rob mentioned there the wind before. I think the other thing that happens at two one 
is Fulham suddenly remember they're absolutely exhausted. And I think we talk a lot, you know, I'm frustrated with our first half performance, but the one thing that we do over and over again is we make Fulham have to make loads and loads of short, sharp sprints. And I th- and we make them work, we make them graph, we make them move side to side, and I think you just see them visibly wilt around 85, like, this is so hard. When can this stop? Yeah, I thought both teams would put a real shift in first half. I don't think the quality was necessarily the highest, but I thought, you know, there was two teams really going for it in terms of their energy, in terms of their efforts, and I think, you know, they were looking to close down and, and, and sort of counter-press as much as we were, and I think... You know, I was watching that thinking it's going to be tough to keep going here and some of these players. Mm. Robertson, I mean, lung busting. Ro- I, I mean, it's no wonder he's got toothache, John. <laughs> <laughs> Teeth rattling runs at that, <laughs> that left. <laughs> so it's a, it's a lot, gums. as you say, it's a lot for any team to kind of cope with really. And I think there was a times, you know, especially when it goes to 2-1 because one all you've got a bit of adrenaline. And then the penalty happens and the way it happens and it must have been a frustrating, you know, you talk about our, our goal being a million one to concede, you know, that penalty's... You know, if you Scott Doesn't Parker. he pat it down or something? Yeah, and he makes a mess of it terrible. and then yeah. does that thing where it's like an outfield player who makes a bad touch and then, and then just clatters him. It's because he's got a big white glove as well. You can see that big white Mickey glove Mouse. on the red shirt. <laughs> yeah, Mickey, Mickey Mouse's hand. There was no way it's not oh, a no. if, his, if his glove was red, they might not have given it. Grass. <laughs> Gloves are grass. Uh, yeah, so I think, I think the... They, as you say, they, the, the adrenaline goes down on that, and then they go, "Hang on, we're absolutely exhausted here, and we're not, and we're not very good." There's one, but what are they? One of those defenders makes a brilliant clearance where it's just keepers ball. And yeah. it just comes right yeah. across just towards the end of the game. Yeah. And it's as though he's just basically gone, I think you're crap. <laughs> he's really the way he clears it is yeah. I, I think you're crap now. Yeah. I don't I don't want you to be anywhere near this ball. Well, I'm charging it's my yards. ball. He goes, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. Not, <laughs> none of them are your ball no, anymore, sir. Well that punch he does where oh. he's got no one within eight yards of him. I know you're gonna... he's so on his own. Yeah, I was still delighted. I was like, Yeah, <laughs> still alive. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I, what I did like is I mean again, I'm not seeing this back in any detail, but when he puts his arm across Manny, Manny's like to the split second, Manny goes, I can't believe he's just done that. <laughs> He celebrates winning the pen as well, which you don't always see. Did he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you could see you could see him smiling away with someone. I'd love <laughs> to see someone do a proper celebration, like a routine. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> really, presumptive, that's a really presumptive routine with two or three of them getting involved. No, but we will just watch. Like like the the NFL, baby. Exactly. A graphic came up during the game, Adam. Watching it on television, and it, it it said Liverpool this season in the league sixteen out of sixteen, they, they they'd won whilst leading from half time, and and they go on and they make it seventeen out of seventeen. There's a lot of people who are quite determined and will be quite determined if Liverpool don't win this title to talk about it being as though it's some sort of mental failing of Liverpool. I actually think the thing I'm most impressed with this side from and this season, and I'm going right the way back to, for instance, Leicester away in September, mm. is how well they've ensured they firstly win the games that they should win and secondly how well they've seen they've seen so many of these second halves out i think it's it showed a staggering level of maturity to be honest yeah and it, i mean it's kind of if you're talking about comparing it to to last season you've got to say you know shout out to the defensive the, the, the defensive thing that we know we're going to concede none or one basically most games and mm. and that breeds such a confidence and and the, the the issue going forward is 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 kind of can we can we score three every game and and, and as Sean's been saying it on the review I think it's absolutely spot on that that that's that, that as these things get tighter and tighter 
Um, I, 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 I don't believe that that's going to fail. I think we will still concede none or one most games, um, and and it, it does it, it means that we can um, we, we we can we can look at, at us conceding a goal and it just be all oh, right. You know, like a like a tennis player losing a point. Uh, or, 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 or you know a game you just you back back to your line go and, and I think that's I think that's that's where we are and and nerves are rattling in 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 um, in, in in certain areas and, and and you can see that in certain areas of the pitch um, so it's 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 just about whether we can whether we can keep doing the things at the other end I don't think this group of players could have done any more no I don't think I think they've they've all done exceptionally this group of players and if we don't win the league or we don't win a trophy. It's because, well, first of all, the, the this Man City team are, are, are absolutely unreal as well, and and secondly, maybe they, they needed a bit more help, and I think that's what they'll look at in the summer. Um, I'm you know, saying they're crap, by the way, John. Oh, sound okay. Swansea, so don't worry. Well, you know, you you, I'll, I'll pick them up and you slaughter them, and we'll see which one works. Useless. Um, <laughs> I can't believe that. I can't believe that Pep's pinning Adam Ely's comments to the dressing room wall. <laughs> um, so, I, I, but what I'm trying to say is, I don't think you can look at this group of players and how the managers use this group of players and say they can't have done any more this season they've done everything they've been absolutely exceptional both in terms of what they've done on with the ball and, and what they've done kind of you know emotionally and 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 how driven they've been and how determined they've been and how much they've believed from early days that they could win it when everyone else was saying nah it's Man City's and I think they've done exceptionally well and as I say if we don't win the league it's nothing negative at all to do with the players that we've got in this squad Um, quick quiz question uh, three sides this season have scored uh, more than one goal against Liverpool. Name them. Three, Crystal Palace. The yeah, three leagues. Burnley. Crystal Palace. Burnley. 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 Did they? Burnley and Manchester City. That's it. They're the only three sides that have scored more than one goal Madden. against Liverpool in the league this season. Uh, and we won two of them. And we won two of them. Uh, it is worth pointing out that we won two and of them. Is it just PSG? Uh, and PSG in Europe, in Europe. Uh, yeah. they, they, yes they, they scored two of them got to play City they got, they got either side uh, they got two two in both games against us mm. uh, Paris Saint-Germain uh, and apart from that that's it that's the only side that have scored more than one goal against us um, seven to go uh, Rob um, <laughs> it's it's fantastic, I'd say. You know, this Should is what John said. Well, what John said. What John said. I think that <laughs> that might happen, Rob. Uh, <laughs> I think that, that's on the list. Yeah, uh, I could do that. It's not the idea of trying to manage through those now. I don't want to talk about that. You will do that on the overview. Oh, geez, it is yeah. just this is the position they put themselves in, as Rob, as John's saying. They've given themselves. There's this international break. Uh, some of them have got to go away on international duty. Others have got big dentist appointments to look forward to. <laughs> uh, but they've got to come back now, and it's it's seven opportunities to to become the side that wins Liverpool's 19th title. Seven opportunities to do that. It is now a tangible amount of games. I think with 14 or 16, you go, that's a run in, the running starts here. Then you go, or even 10 games, 10 games from greatness, greatness, 10 games. Seven is tangible. You can, I mean, probably won't, but you can set your stock and let's just win all seven. Or let's just, or when you're saying you win, I'm I'm just going to win the next game. Before you know it, you've you've won four or five on the bounce, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. It is ridiculously close. They are genuinely cup finals now because we are at the point where it's going to go from us very, very soon. And there's not going to be, oh, there's time to get it back. We're running out of time to get it back if it goes from us. But if we win football matches, any football match soon in your neighbourhood, <laughs> we, we might actually end up winning a league title. I'm very glad that Tottenham one's next in a way, because I, I think it's what it needs. Um, feel Tottenham like I a European so. night, but on a Sunday after Mother's Day. Uh, I'd rather play Tottenham at home next than Fulham away again. I think so in a way. Yeah. Oh, it's four home, three away as well, Adam. Four yeah, home, yeah. three away, win your home games. Yeah, I, I, and, and I... It's always been thus. 
and, and I think that you can really see the the there's a there is a difference in how we're playing our home games to how we're playing our away games, which just made me worry a little bit, obviously, about the away games. But um, I think only three of the fuckers. Yeah, there's only three of them, and there's that weird stat about them being on small pitches as well, and we're good on small pitches to see no, that one. That's no. weird. Yeah, good. Uh, our, did you see that one? I now? saw that one. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. We're, uh, we're, we're at 2.9 points per game on small pitches really? and like 1.6 on big ones. Okay. I don't know. It's because Anfield's a small pitch. No, I know, and I've, I've actually thought it for a while that that like going, going to Old Trafford isn't is is, is 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 partly why it's a bit of a nightmare, and also cup finals. Anyway, yeah. Wolves sure. getting to an FA Cup final be nice. Yeah. yeah, that feels like it helps. We can do all of that. Uh, there is all of this to come. Uh, there is the fact that every single game makes you feel as though you're alive. Uh, everyone can have a couple of days off uh, from living this dream slash nightmare slash whatever it actually is, this thing that consumes your thoughts in your life. So everyone can have a couple of days off and just sort of clear their heads and, and feel as though, yeah, this is what we're in it for. Uh, thank you very much to Adam Melia, to John Gibbons, to Rob Gutman. Thank you very much to our partners, Redsbet. Uh, do sort of tell your friends about the app thing. We're exceptionally excited about it. It does look drop-dead gorgeous. Uh, so do look forward to to that as well all that to come as well as seven games seven games where Liverpool can win their 19th title seven games is all you could have ever asked for before a ball was kicked this season no one can ask any more of Liverpool not even themselves Sports Social Podcast Network